0: Hello, hi, India, how are you? I'm good, Katrina, how are you? I'm great, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, it's a good time to be alive.
1: <laughs> I love it. Thanks so much for joining us. I know on the original thing that I kind of released today, Aaron Pound was supposed to be here too, but he couldn't make it last minute. He had like some work stuff he had to finish up, which as an entrepreneur, I think that's great for him. So oh <laughs> uh, the problems to have, that's good. <laughs> but we're here, I'm excited. Can you just kind of introduce yourself? Tell us what um, class you graduated with. Let's start with that.
0: Yeah, awesome.
1: For those of you who don't know me,
0: um, my name's India Orban, and I graduated GCA class of 2015, which was super exciting. One of the greatest classes ever. So fun. Also, with Katrina's class, like right above, they were also amazing. Um, and I'm currently the graphic designer at the Coalition for Christian Outreach, which is a campus ministry. Um, as well as a freelance photographer. So I do a lot of creative things all around, but those are my two
1: paid positions right now. Awesome. Yeah, I have, you have a great social presence, kind of as you're saying that. I love, the, I love following you and all your creative stuff that you do. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. Awesome. So can you tell me a little bit about your time at GCA? How long did you attend? What were you involved in? Yeah. So when you sent that
0: message earlier to start thinking, I was trying to make a mental list of like what what did I actually do at GCA, and it feels like a very long time ago. So I might miss a few things. Um, but I think if anyone's at GCA now or has been, like because it's such a smaller, intimate setting with education, you get involved with a lot of things, which is great because you get to be a jack of all trades and kind of like dip your toe in different waters and stuff. So I, during my time, was involved with the drama club slash theater group, which I loved. Mm-hmm. love theater. Um, I was involved with NHS for a year, I believe. Um, I did cheerleading for one year. I like care. We cheered together that year. <laughs> <laughs> I like, can't believe that that happened. Um, <laughs> and I did volleyball for two years just to fill the gym credit, but it was really fun. <laughs> Definitely recommend volleyball. <laughs> that was a good time. Um, and I think that was it aside from being in like yearbook for two years and doing every art class possible. Mrs.
1: Riser was my favorite. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, everyone's my favorite, but Mrs. Riser was like- Yeah, you got, your, you got your art
1: fill there for sure.
0: <laughs> right, so those are the main things I think I was involved in. One or two might pop up later, but
1: yeah. I like what you are were kind of saying though, like, oh, I can't believe I did cheerleading and stuff. I think that is one thing that's kind of fun about GCA is that because we're small, you really can try out anything that you want to be like any, any sport, any club, you can kind of try it out for years, see if you like it. And I know in some other programs, it's, you know, they, they don't have the room for kids to do that. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of fun yeah. to get to do other things like that. Absolutely. And
0: it was fun to like, Try something in gym class, and then you're like, "Oh, I think I could do volleyball for real." So then you're like, <laughs> this for a whole season?" <laughs> <laughs> and cheerleading, I think it was it was mostly because I had done gymnastics, and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I want to like tumble." And then we got a couple people to like throw and fly, and that was super fun. So yeah, if you're a GCA yeah. student,
1: don't be afraid to try new things. It's fun. I love it. Fun times. So can you tell us a little bit about after high school, undergrad? Where'd you go? Yeah. So.
0: Graduated again, class of 2015, and I was super nervous about entering into the real world, quote unquote. As many you know, high school students transition into college mm-hmm. or uh, after high school options. Um, so I had prayed about it a lot, and there was one moment where I was in an anatomy class, and I was like, "Okay, I've always been artistic." but Mrs. Lang's really good at teaching anatomy and I can memorize stuff really well. So maybe I should not go the artsy route and instead go medical. And so I was Mm -hmm. talking to people about like physical therapy. Like this was for like, honestly, just a few weeks. And I feel like God was like, India, like I built you to be creative. Like you've Mm -hmm. always been creative. You've always loved Mrs. Reiser's class. You've always been able to jump into the art realm and the theater realm and like creative writing, all that stuff. So why would you like put that gift somewhere else and try to like snuff it out a little bit. And of course the Lord was right. I was like, okay, yeah. Like I should not do the medical field. Like I'm not built for that, <laughs> but um, I started, like I think I grabbed one of those books with like all the potential majors in college that were sitting by the advisor's office and I just yeah. threw. I literally was like, okay, animation, illustration, fine art, like putting little mm-hmm. pieces down that were somewhat in my realm. Um, and then I was thinking like, okay, what's marketable? And at least for me with the digital age kind of rising up um, and my my love for a lot of different creative things like painting or illustrating or writing, um, I wanted to do graphic design because it kind of brought those two together. You can do any kind of art form and then bring it into the digital marketing kind of realm. So I found uh, the advertising and graphic design program at Columbus College of Art and Design in downtown Columbus, Ohio. So, I went there and uh, commuted the first year and truly thought to myself, I was like, okay, like, you know, I'm gonna go to this campus, but I'm a little not sure. Like, I didn't know, all I had known was like other classmates who kind of thought like me, who were fellow Christians and a little more outspoken about their faith. And so, I was not sure what that was gonna look like going into, you know, an art school that maybe, I mean, that's not one of their things. So went in and was commuting that first year and then realized that there was not really a ministry presence on the campus at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had just kind of fizzled out of one thing and we're in this weird phase, where there was not really Bible studies. There wasn't anything kind of happening. Um, And I just felt strongly that God was like, you're supposed to like start something here. Like you're supposed Mm -hmm. to do this and literally like, within like a weird day and a half a position open to be an ra so you would live on the campus and be a Mm -hmm. resident advisor for other students um so i applied got accepted and then like into sophomore year was living on campus so i had gone from like kind of a nervous freshman not really knowing what to do to being like i'm on this campus there's Mm -hmm. a whole floor of 50 female students who are like you know, right here, like yeah, these you're are doing life with. Yeah, right. Exactly. So yeah, that was kind of how I integrated like into the campus full time, um, studying there and living there. And then the kind of neat thing was, I mean, God is so good and so unique how he, how, how he works. But I remembered see you at the pole, which was the prayer event that pastor Gary does mm-hmm. like all the time, like every September at uh, GCA and we would go around to those high schools and pray around the flagpoles. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I think this day's coming up. Like, I don't know if we do this in college, but like, I'm going to, going to organize it like i'm just going to see if people want to come and pray and then maybe i'll get a sense if anyone here loves jesus too i don't know <laughs> so i like put these flyers out at coffee shops i put them around campus and i was like let's meet 7 a.m donuts coffee we're gonna 7 a.m in
1: college is like 5 a.m everywhere oh, else too
0: <laughs> terrible like i was like no one's gonna come like nobody and we had i think 32 people show wow. up like, out of nowhere and i was like what And one of the people who came was a guy named Randy, and he works for the CCO ministry. He had just moved to Columbus to start campus ministry at CCD's campus. So it was like this crazy thing. And we met right there. And he was like, are you a student? I was like, yeah, are you a... Professional, you know, real
1: person. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly,
0: exactly. So that was really, really unique to see how God like used my time, fresh out of GCA, from commuting student to now I'm on campus, and now we got to like start a Bible study together, and then that carried Mm -hmm. on the rest of my time in college, Um, and then of course, oddly enough, I ended up working for that same place. So
1: yeah, you can go ahead and tell us about that. So you were
0: involved. What does CCO stand for? Yeah, CCO is the Coalition for Christian Outreach. It's a okay. national campus ministry, so it's very similar to crew or university, navigators, young life, that kind of thing. Probably yes less young life, but either way. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, yeah. I did I was involved in crew in college. So you were involved in school, in college, and then tell us after undergrad kind of where you ended up.
0: Yeah. So after I had kind of worked through as a student leader in the CCO ministry at CCAD, which is like a mouthful. Um, towards that end of my senior year, something very similar happened, you know, that was the same as when I was graduating GCA. Mm-hmm. I was a moment of like, okay, I'm scared again. What's, what's <laughs> next? God, what are you going to do? Where am I going to go? And someone had recommended I, I consider doing campus ministry full time. And I was like, no, like, I mean, I, I went to school for design. I went to school for graphic design, advertising, creative ministry. That's what I, I mean, Mm -hmm. if anything, it's creative stuff. And so I was like, this isn't the right fit. This isn't the right fit. And then all of a sudden I heard that the lead graphic designer who had been at the CCO for 40 years had to retire. And then like, again, God had that moment where he was like, I built you for this. I called you to this. Like you've been preparing for this, like it's time to go. i i reached out and i applied to work at the cco in creative ministry and that was the right tie it was tying the the ministry aspect with creativity with design and kind of going that route and i got the job like the day before i graduated college um and then packed up and moved to pittsburgh pennsylvania and so i've been at the cco for just over a year now Mm -hmm. and that's that's totally crazy just to, you know, relive that moment and go back through and think of all the little steps that God like put in place to make that happen. But
1: it's going to be scary, how scary it is at the time. And then obviously you're moving forward and kind of look, looking back at it, it is I'm sure crazy.
0: Right. Cause you don't know, like you're in that moment and you're like, God, I don't know what's next. And then now, you know, a year, two years, four years later, you're like, Oh, like I see what you were doing. And I and see why that was why that was happening. Straightened the path, as uh, Proverbs five, seven, I think it is, says.
1: But yeah. I love that. So um tell us a little bit about what your work situation has been with COVID-19. This is year year one postgrad for you. Obviously, it probably didn't look what you expected it to look like. What has that been?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so work-wise, I mean, we're a campus ministry, so we basically send campus ministers, people who love Jesus, Mm -hmm. into other college campuses, onto the college campuses to preach the gospel, start Bible studies, and do one-on-one discipleship, and then partner with the local church and kind of encourage students to get plugged into the local church so that when Mm -hmm. they graduate from college, they're not like suddenly like, oh, I have no, you know, church or ministry connection. They still have kind of a place to, to call their church home. Um, So since COVID hit, um, Mm -hmm. our campus ministers have had to really rethink, like, what does ministry look like during a pandemic? Like, we're doing Google for Bible studies, and we're texting students and FaceTiming students, That outreach looks so different, and even evangelism looks weird. But Mm -hmm. we've seen a lot of really cool things. Students who couldn't attend a Bible study in person because of schedules can now hop on, and we've seen some people, like, come to Christ fully out of, like, almost nowhere because they mm-hmm. finally got to engage in that. Um, but for me personally, since my job is more of support staff, I'm in the office, I'm helping design you know, all the needs for staff from web to print, all that kind of thing. Um, I can still work from home, that's been fine. I don't get to see my team as much, which is just sad, but um, it's been okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but the biggest change is we do this massive event, which is a Christian conference for college students. Um, And it's called Jubilee. And we did it in February. It's, you know, annual every February. And we had 3,400 people in one room, students, Mm -hmm. etc. And that was in February. And that was like two weeks before the world shut down. So it was like, we got to squeeze that in. And like I had designed you know, I got to do videos for that and direct it a little bit with like art direction and and kind of do all the graphics and the swag, which was such a cool opportunity, like fresh out of college to like do all the visuals for this massive conference. Um, But we definitely feel very blessed that we could still do that Mm -hmm. right before this happened. So one of the things that um, I got to spearhead from that conference moving into the pandemic realm was taking the content, the workshops, the talks, the videos and transferring it into podcasts and mm-hmm. then releasing them weekly, biweekly, whatever it's for all the students who had went. So they get to kind yeah. of relive the event. So we call it Living Jubilee and it's a weekly email and then they get, you know, resources with with books that, you know, authors from that event spoke at and and wrote And then they can like watch and kind of relive those things because it really like ties the gospel into college students and their majors and how they can serve Jesus in every year of their life. Um, So yeah, it's been definitely a weird, a weird transition. Obviously no one expected a pandemic, Mm -hmm. Uh, super crazy, but it's been really cool to see how creative minds and, and thinkers come out with new ideas when stuff like this happens and you kind of have to just be open to, I don't know, the mystery of God all the more like, you know, trying to find out, okay, Lord, like we truly have to trust you right now. We know nothing,
1: so. (laughs) Yeah, way outside the norm for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So can you tell me a little bit, I know that, you know, in high school, you just, we have this great foundation at GCA, but I think people are kind of excited to get their feet wet a little bit, get out into the world, go to school. What's one thing that in hindsight you've been thankful to GCA for.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I have to think. I'm also like trying not to let my words go out here. So excuse me if I cough. It's not COVID, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, we're virtual anyways. (laughs) Right, right. Six feet apart at least. (laughs) Um so at GCA I felt encouraged to dive into scripture outside of, you know, you kind of had mandatory chapel and mandatory Bible, Bible class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. And they kind of really like, like, though it's put in the curriculum, and there can be debate on like, should we should we not? Obviously, it's a Christian education. So that needs to be something that's talked about openly. And I really appreciated mm-hmm. the freedom of that, even though sometimes it feels maybe opposite. And you're like, I don't want to go to Bible class today. Like, I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Should we, you know, doing this? but it's like, no, like this is the perfect environment to ask hard questions, to talk to your peers, to like literally seek the Lord together. And that's scriptural. Like we are not built to be alone. We're built to be and abide in community. Um, so it's a very good opportunity to hop into those things. And in hindsight, like, you know, thinking of times where I maybe didn't want to engage in hard conversations or held back a question that I really had or, maybe just thought in one mindset over and over. Cause had always thought scripture was a certain way. And then you have a teacher who, you know, opens things up for discussion. You know, yeah. I can think of Mr. Dybul was a really good Bible teacher because he would really push on some things and he's like, well, mm-hmm. let's look at other meanings of this passage. Like, what do we think this means? And, and there's different interpretations and why do people think this way or come to these conclusions? Um, so it gave a really good, I think, biblical worldview of, you know some spiritual disciplines that we could start implementing then even in you know middle school high school that have carried on now um i also think of pastor gary like setting an amazing example of frequent prayer and just being like i mean so sacrificial and you just see that how he loves people and loves his coworkers and loves his students and you're like oh okay like you know whether you knew it or not you're like this is mm-hmm. like an example of love and of leadership and then you have other, other teachers who are just showing like service. And, you know, we did those I reach days and we'd go out and like community service. And then you take that. And of course that's just one day, but you, you take that later and you're like, what if we did one more day? What if we did something? Yeah. What if we start a campaign that goes further than one day, you know? So it's always cool to see how little things that you didn't really pay attention to um, have kind of just paved the way to like spiritual disciplines, lifelong changes and like, habits that you'll start to form in your heart when you when you start young. So yeah, I think it's I think it's really important to uh to just have grace as well like when you are a student at GCA and you know grace for your classmates and for people who might think differently and just again like loving Jesus together is like one of the coolest things because you can learn so much and yeah. and serve one another as Christ would. So
1: yeah, I love that. I think you've definitely taken ownership of your faith as you've kind of moved into undergrad, and now obviously um, you're in you're in full time ministry, and I think that's great. Yeah. Just kind of an aside, what I know you're doing some other things other than just your CCO work, some other creative outlets. What what else are you kind of into right now?
0: Yeah, um, lots of lots of stuff. So I yeah, I like to do obviously like the fun hobby stuff like hiking and traveling and whatever whatever um but i'm kind of dabbling more in the content creators stuff for instagram um mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting because that wasn't a career or something you could do uh, a while ago yeah. but <laughs> i really like have a heavy view on social media as like a platform we can use to preach the gospel like i really yeah. You know, I I think there's a lot of danger with social media, but it's not evil itself. It's how you use it Mm -hmm. um, or don't use it, which is also fine. So with healthy limitations on what you're doing and what you're like, how much you're letting it influence your everyday life, especially your spiritual walk with the Lord. um, I think it can be used for God's glory and we can redeem it for his good. So I've been kind of, you know, sharing photos of my work when I work with couples or do weddings or just product shoots or whatever, I'll like share those photos and stuff. And then more recently, because I kind of work at the CCO, I'm like, I don't have a ton of time to take on a million weddings a year. So I'm kind of just doing more of my own like personal reflections on things that are happening in culture and, and things going on. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to treat it too much like an open diary, but more like um, just a, an honest moment to like reflect what God's doing in my life and in the world and talk about my own experience and how like, mm-hmm. you know, we're all broken people. And so how like my brokenness and need for a savior can maybe bring someone else to, to an introduction to Christ. And yeah, so that's kind of something that I ongoing, I'm ongoingly doing. Tell Mrs. Garrett. Yeah. I love, like I said
1: at the beginning, I, I love your, your social media. You have great content um, it's really encouraging and genuine. I, I've, I, know I've, I've loved following you ever, <laughs> all through college, I've kind of followed you from afar. So Yay. you have some great stuff. Where can people find you? Cause you also show, you know, some of your, just even on the professional side, you show some of your professional work as well. Yeah. Where can people go if they want to go look at this?
0: Where do you go and find India? How do you find India? <laughs> well, I can't book a plane ticket at the moment. So, just, <laughs> but there's this map behind me somewhere there. Um, so on Instagram, if anyone's interested in following my, the handle that I use right now is, uh, at India Jade photo. Um, so it's still like under my photography name and I'm also, I also run the CCO social media. So if anyone's interested in learning more about CCO stuff, um, it's CCO Jubilee. No, that's our website. It's CCO ministry. There it is. So if you're interested in following either of those accounts, you might see, uh, some of my stuff happening there.
1: Awesome, I'll pop that up there if people want to kind of follow that. Thanks, Katrina, that was cool. Yeah, so just a few more things. Um, This has kind of been a a weird year for seniors, but now that you've kind of gone through high school graduation, undergrad, now you're in kind of post-grad life, what piece of advice would you give to the class of 2020 that Mm. just graduated, kind of, they didn't have a graduation, (laughs) but.
0: First of all, my heart breaks that you know these celebrations that we look so forward to um, weren't able to happen in that same way. So, class of 2020, I'm here for you. I love <laughs> you. I'm so sorry that this is happening, but I also think like, what a unique opportunity to celebrate in a new way, something different. And then I don't know, you kind of walk out with this once in a lifetime. Like you can tell sure, your kids, yeah. kids, I graduated in a pandemic. <laughs> so. I don't know. I think uh advice-wise like obviously there's there's the true the true statements of, you know, find your own like place with Jesus, like make your faith your own. You know, GCA is not going to be there to like hold your hand, you know, once you leave school, you're on your own and your parents aren't going to be there to hold your hand and and you really have to like have that wrestle with the Lord, like have that hard conversation with God, like you know, ask those questions to the Lord. He knows every hair on your head. He knows who you are. He made you before you even had your first breath. Like it's such a unique thing. And we serve a God who is, you know, the maker of the moon, the stars, the universe, and also Mm -hmm. like your soul. And just that like, you know, comparison of someone who is all powerful and all knowing and so vast and large. And we can't understand who also like, cares about your tears in this very moment, or cares about your excitement, um, I would just urge you to to talk to him and and pray to him and, and seek him as you take your next few steps, uh, your mm-hmm. next hundred steps, your next a dozen million steps, I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's truly an ongoing walk with the Lord. Um, yeah, in everything. And I'm trying to think of the verse now um, that I, I say a lot to to people, you know, to encourage them and stuff. But I think it's I think it's the Proverbs five, seven one. I may have to Google this later. Someone
1: fact check us after <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna
0: fact check us real quick. Um but it's the he makes known the path of life. In his presence there is fullness of joy. Someone mm-hmm. wanna check that in the comments, that'd be great. But like, this is such a moment, regardless of if you just graduated this year or you're graduating college or whatever, like such a unique moment where you don't know what the next path, you know, so to speak is like, you might have an idea, you might think, oh, I'm gonna go to med school, or I'm gonna open this business. And then something like COVID happens, you know, this completely Mm -hmm. random trial, you might say, like with New Testament language. Where you're like oh like i actually don't know i really have to put 100 of my faith in christ right now because like we know nothing for certain except that jesus loves us he died for us and he gives us new life and is promising to come again and make all things new and those are the only promises that we can really like cling on to in these times of like not knowing is you know scripture the word of the lord remains forever like that is solid that is foundational like seek community in that um, and that's where I think you really find your your hope because everything's everything's crazy and the world's crazy. What <laughs> <laughs> no is here? The world is a beautiful place that God also designed. and I think there's a lot of um, just healthy theology. In CCO, we talk about like the four part gospel, creation, fall, redemption, restoration, mm-hmm. how God created the world in His image and said it was very good. And then obviously the fall of man happens. And Adam and Eve mess up and they take the apple and sin enters the world. And then it doesn't happen till years later, but we do all these things in the Old Testament. You're trying, you're trying, you're trying to make things right with the Lord until Jesus enters the scene and atone, like, you know, is the atonement for all the sin, dies on the cross, is right, like, risen again, and then promises this restoration moment in Revelations of making all things new. Um, and because of that, uh, we have this vision that everything matters to God because the world is his and that we are on this mission as ambassadors of Christ, knowing that we are like sinners in need of a savior and we can live in light of that freedom and salvation We go forward like with this hope um, and with this restoration mindset kind of thing. So very long-winded way of saying uh, everything. Wow, about- that was great. Everything
1: <laughs> I've, asked, want- I've asked several people kind of at the end for you know, a thought that they leave us with for a specific group of people. And it has every time ended up just being something really full of wisdom that's applicable to everybody. So I think that's great. And I can't think of a better way to leave us than basically with like a gospel presentation that you just did. That was awesome.
0: So truly like, especially for seniors who, you know, if you're not sure if you want to go to college, if you're not mm-hmm. sure what you're going to study in college, like everything does matter to God because like the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Psalm twenty-four eleven, I think someone else can fact that. One. <laughs> um, but like like if like you can be a Christian in the business world and that is godly, like that is good and godly. You will witness to your coworkers, you can produce ethical practices and systems, and you can bring that like gospel message of love through your practices and build culture. You can be, you know. A missionary to your coworkers in the medical field or in healthcare or in engineering or whatever. So if that's something that's on, you know, a recent grads mind, it's like, how do I have to just go to South Africa and be a full-time missionary? If God calls you, absolutely. You know, like stop fighting that. I think that's the Lord. <laughs> but if you're like, no Lord, I, I feel called to this. It's okay to be like, yes, because he will equip you. He equips the called and he will equip you in that area and and bring you what you need and, and send you where
1: you want you to go so yeah the gospel wow. is for everyone and people are in every industry so that is a great that's way fun. of summing up the last 10 minutes <laughs> no no that was great yeah but all right more. like i said that was a literal perfect way to end this thank you so much for your time this is really encouraging to me i know it's going to be encouraging to other people as well um, I'll just speak on behalf of GCA. No one gave me that authority, but I'll do it. But we're proud of you, so <laughs> thanks for kind of being aligned. Still, we love that. Um, anybody watching, make sure that you tune in tomorrow at 10 a.m. We're going to hear from Justina Nadolson and Dan Kaiser. Well, that would be the outgoing and the incoming board chairman. So we're going to kind of hear about where we've been and where we're going. Awesome. Thanks, India. Have an awesome night.
0: everyone. Bye.